Hello and welcome to the Uncensored Wellness Podcast with your host, Sophie Louise. I'm a sexual empowerment coach here to support you in the area of wellness that is too often left off the table, your sexuality. We'll explore how your sexuality is so intertwined with every aspect of your life and how you can bring in more pleasure on the daily. Now let's get into it. Okay, let's talk about our bodies. These beautiful, incredible, powerful things that allow us to be who we are and to do what we do. And yet, we spend so much time critiquing our bodies and trying to control them, trying to ignore them, trying to separate ourselves from our bodies. So this episode is all about getting to a place where you can be happy with your body and you can nourish, excuse me, you can nourish your relationship with your body. And in order to understand this concept, I'm going to share a little bit about my journey with creating, sustaining and nourishing a relationship with my body. I'm going to talk about the idea of emotional appreciation and how you can get to a place where you value all of your emotions, the full spectrum of emotions, because they are created by your body, right? And I'm also going to talk about the role of pleasure in in loving your body and appreciating what your body can do for you. So I'm going to share a whole lot of wisdom and insights in this episode. And if you want to take this to the next level, if you finish listening and you feel so inspired to take this deeper, right? Because words will only take us so far. I have an amazing offer that I'm going to be sharing with you throughout this episode that will really help you to do that and really allow this wisdom to integrate into your life, to become a part of who you are. So I want to start by kind of going into who am I to talk about the idea of nourishing my relationship with my body? What qualifies me to talk about this process when perhaps you look at what I put out on social media and what you see on the surface level in this present moment is a white, skinny, attractive, tall, able-bodied woman who is quite embodied, right? I, at this point in my life, put a lot of time and effort into listening to my body and caring for my body, expressing myself through my body. And it's so important, I think, to understand that I have not always been this way. It has taken a lot of effort for me to get to the place that I'm at today. And and I say this not to be sort of condescending in any way, but just to show that it is a journey for almost every single person. Perhaps we are born in a place where we love our bodies, right? When you're born, you haven't heard anyone say that you should be skinnier or you need to lose the baby weight or, you know, your nose makes you look like whatever. When you're a baby, you love your body, but over time, we all unfortunately pick up these messages that our bodies need to be different in some way. 
that our bodies are not the way that they should be. And I picked up a whole lot of those messages throughout my life. And it took, as I said, time and dedication to get to the place that I'm at today. And I'm still constantly building on the relationship that I have with my body. It's been a journey and it still is. It's, it's a part of my life that I will always be growing in. It's a journey that never finishes. And I also want to comment on the fact that the way that you view your body, the way that you feel about your body, whether you think that you're beautiful or not, is actually not correlated with how you objectively look. You could be so skinny and still think that you're fat. You could be the most beautiful person in the world and think that you are horrifically ugly. You can be criticizing your appearance for, you know, reasons that are not objectively present or or valid in some ways. So I think it's important not to judge people and where they may be in their relationship with their body based off of what you see. You don't know what has been in that person's past. And you can only see what you see. You might see the most beautiful person in the world and that individual might think that they are horrifically ugly. You might see someone who is so skinny and small and that person might think that they are overweight and constantly be sucking in their stomach and wishing that they could lose weight. The way that you view your body the way that you feel about your body is not necessarily correlated with how you look. And so I have been personally through a real journey of thinking that I was really overweight, feeling like I wanted to be skinnier. And that's been a really big piece of my my journey with my body has been coming to, to appreciate my weight, right? And I I have always been relatively skinny. I'm very genetically blessed in in that regard, but yet I was not able to, to see that for myself. And so I've spent a lot of my life sucking in my stomach, um, you know, posing for photos in ways that made me look smaller and practicing those poses in the mirror, judging myself when I saw myself in the mirror And I also suffered from bulimia when I was 12 years old. At 12 years old, I had heard enough messages around me that women needed to look a certain way. Women needed to be a certain way. And I felt like I needed to go to that extreme in order to fit into these ideas of what my body should look like. And and I've experienced from other people this assumption that I must love my body because I look the way that I do. And while I can say that I do now, I now love my body, I have not always. And, you know, this has been apparent in situations such as that when I was in the thick of my bulimia, I went to a psychiatrist and she told me that I was too skinny to be bulimic, which first of all, just doesn't really make sense, um, but also was really invalidating. 
we cannot just assume from what we see in front of us what a person's relationship with their body is and the work that's gone into that, the, you know, the strife that is present around that. And so, as I said, my journey with my body has involved um, suffering from bulimia. It's involved having anxiety, which is very much a sensation that exists within the body. It's for me this tension, this lightheadedness, that fast breathing, all of these things that happen in the body. And I didn't want to feel that. And so I would, in a very unhealthy way, use cannabis to try and block these sensations in my body, block this experience of feeling anxious. What has also happened in my past is that I had this really strong dislike for certain parts of my body. And my vulva was one of these parts. I've talked about this briefly in my episode all about pussy, but that was a part of my body that I had received some external judgment around. And I had also seen in a lot of porn that vulvas did not look like mine. I had seen these stupid memes online about, like, even just talking about this makes me feel sick, but these stupid memes about, like, what is it, like, turkey sandwiches, or I don't know, maybe you know what I'm talking about, maybe you don't, if you don't, count yourself lucky. Um, yeah, all, all of these things have come into my journey with my body, and I, I, I share this just so that you know that I haven't always had it easy. And I'm not trying to say that I've had the hardest journey to self-love that anyone has ever had. No, that is absolutely not the truth. But I have had to work through some things that perhaps you can relate to, perhaps some things that you have also experienced. And I have been able to get to the place that I am today, where I really love my body. I really acknowledge and appreciate everything that it does for me. My relationship with my body involves love for both my appearance and the functions of my body. And that is the place that I am really passionate about helping you to get to as well. And what I want to share now is, you know, why should you put in this work? Why should you nourish your relationship with your body when, yes, it is work? And I think in every single part of personal development, it's it comes up again and again that change is hard and change is scary. And being where we are right now, we know is safe, right? It's safe enough. We know that we're not going to die from criticizing our bodies in the mirror. Okay, your body is kind of comfortable where it is. Your mind is comfortable with its current mindset and thought patterns. So why should you do the scary thing and take the leap to put in the work to change your relationship with your body? And, you know, as is typical of me, the first point that I'm going to bring up is around pleasure and sex. Because there is a very real and statistically significant correlation between body image and pleasure. So people who have a more positive body image, they view their body in a more positive way. 
experience more arousal, desire, orgasms, they have better sexual self-esteem and they have lower level or lower amount of risky sex, which is incredible that there is such a direct relationship between how you view your body and the pleasure and sex that you're having and that there has been research done on this. And that's one thing, there's been research done around this and that also really speaks to my personal example, um, sorry, my personal experience at times when I absolutely detested how my vulva looked. I wouldn't want to look at my pussy in the mirror, it would just make me feel sick. I so deeply struggled to enjoy sex and in particular I struggled to enjoy receiving oral sex because I was so up in my mind about what my partner at the time would be thinking about my vulva and assuming that my partner at the time must be judging my body in the same way that I was judging my body because I couldn't even imagine how someone could love a part of me that I so strongly hated. And so I couldn't enjoy receiving pleasure in those moments because I was so full of dread and fear. So there is this very real correlation. So one reason to start this journey towards accepting and loving your body is more pleasure and better sex. The second reason that I want to bring up is that there is so much stress and anxiety and sadness and self-consciousness that goes hand in hand with not liking your body. When you are constantly judging your body and thinking about your body in a negative way, there's all of these impacts on your mood and on your mental health. And then the flip side of this is that when you do come to a place where you can appreciate your body, you can replace that stress and anxiety and, and grief with feelings of gratitude and appreciation and love, right? You can replace that with these things that feel so delicious in your body, things that energize you and inspire you rather than deplete your energy. Loving your body just feels good. I also want to mention that when you have a sense of appreciation for your body, when your thought patterns and your mindset are positive in regards to your body, the way that you treat your body will change. So when you have that mindset in place, that's the first step, then you will notice your behavior starting to change. It becomes a lot easier to eat nutritious and delicious food and to take the time to prepare that for yourself. It becomes easier to go for walks or go to the gym or whatever your preferred form of exercise is because you want to treat your body right. You want to feel energized. You can, you can feel when you start feeling a little bit pent up and you want to change that because you value how your body is feeling. Treating your body right becomes just this natural way of being when 
you care about your body. And the final reason that I want to bring up is that, you know, it comes down to the fact that our body is constantly communicating things to us. So our body is constantly setting boundaries with us and telling us what it wants and what it needs. That might be that, you know, your body is hungry, your body needs rest, your body is feeling anxious, your body is feeling sad. All of these things that get communicated to us through sensations in the body and tapping into our body, acknowledging these sensations that come up allows us to then tune into our authentic desires, our personal boundaries. So, for example, if we've spent our whole life ignoring our body and being really disconnected from our body, just staying up in our mind, setting ideas of what we should be doing in our mind, then when your body is really tired, you're starting to move slower, you're feeling really heavy, you're going to ignore that. You're going to just keep pushing through that. Perhaps you won't even feel that because you've become so disconnected from your body. But when you have this really beautiful two-way relationship with your body, you will notice those signals coming up and you will be able to provide rest to your body. You will be able to provide when your body is, is communicating this boundary to you. And it is such a beautiful act of love to provide and accept the boundaries that your body is communicating to you. I hope that makes sense. That is such a, a key thing here. Another example is that by having this connection with your body and having this channel of communication in place with your body, you can really tap into desires that perhaps you didn't know were present. Perhaps you you know, are so settled in this nine to five career and you haven't really thought about anything else. This is just how your life looks and, you know, that's okay with you. If you're tuned into your body, perhaps you feel this sense of excitement when, for example, you, I don't know, see a billboard for uh, off the top of my head, some, some baked goods, right? Like your eyes kind of widen and you get really excited by how beautiful they look and imagining how they taste and imagining the satisfaction of making pastries and following this um, new pathway in your life. And you probably wouldn't notice that if you're so up in your head, so busy just doing what you're doing, completing your to-do list, getting through the day, pushing through the day. And by connecting with your body, you can feel the excitement that comes up around that and perhaps then tap into a potential new career path around, in this strange example that I've come up with, baking pastries. Not the best example, but I hope you understand what I'm trying to say here. So really, there's just a huge number of reasons why it is so beautiful to create this, this relationship with your body that is built off of love. Perhaps you have more examples that you know of for yourself. 
And something that I want to say is when I talk about nourishing your relationship with your body, I'm talking about loving your body, yes, for your appearance, but also for more than that, right? Loving how you look is incredible, so empowering, such an amazing experience and place to be at. And also loving your body is about more than that. And what I want to talk about here is the concept of body neutrality, which comes from, uh, or sorry, it doesn't come from, but someone who I've heard talk about this and was really inspired by is Victoria Kleinsman, who hosts the Body Love Binge podcast. And perhaps to, to help you to come to terms with that and understand what I'm saying here, I invite you to consider what a relationship with another person would be like, a romantic relationship with another person. What would that be like if you loved them for just their appearance? It just wouldn't work, right? There is so much more to each of us than our appearance. We are worthy for more than just the way that we look. And, and I also want to say as a part of this that, yes, loving your body or sorry, loving your appearance is amazing. And it's also not the first step in the journey. It, you know, takes time to get to a place where love is how we feel towards our body. And a really incredible concept around this is that of body neutrality which comes before body love. If body love feels really inaccessible to you, if that just feels so far off in the distance, the first step here is body neutrality. And someone who I love to hear talk about this is Victoria Kleinsman, who is the host of the Body Love Binge podcast, um, which you should absolutely check out if you're interested in learning more about this. But she talks about how body neutrality is, is not about loving your appearance, but it is about accepting your appearance. And she has this great metaphor where she compares body neutrality, this acceptance of your appearance, with looking out at the sky, right? So looking out the window, looking at the color that the sky is. And, you know, maybe on the day that you're doing this, it's a gray sky, right? And to body neutrality in this situation would be seeing that it's a gray sky and not wanting to change that. Just accepting, okay, the sky is gray today. Not needing it to be blue or any other color, but just having that acceptance, not needing to change how you look. So body neutrality is accepting your appearance and it also really focuses on accepting the functionality of your body, accepting that there is more to your body than just how it looks, accepting that, and I'm going to go into this more in a moment, but accepting that your body provides you with pleasure and that is this incredible thing that your body can provide to you. Accepting that your body is what helps you to feel happy and blissful. There is so much more to our bodies than our appearance. And so body neutrality is this beautiful step 
in the journey towards body love. Pleasure, as I just mentioned, is a really powerful way to locate a sense of appreciation for your body. Particularly if there's a part of your body that you really dislike, perhaps you've spent years and years criticizing this part of your body, perhaps you can find just even a moment, like a glimmer of appreciation for the fact that this part of your body can feel pleasure. And this can be holistic, platonic pleasure. It doesn't need to be sexual pleasure but that your body is able to provide that for you. And how incredible is that? For example, you know, in in terms of my journey with my vulva, it was really beautiful to acknowledge that like this, this criticism stemmed from not liking the appearance of my labia. And it was a powerful day to recognize that my labia were able to provide me with pleasure. That despite spending years hating how they looked, not wanting to look at them in the mirror, not wanting to touch them or interact with them in any way, that they were still there, like on my side, wanting to provide me with these delicious sensations. And that was a huge step in coming to accept the way that my body looked and to love the way that my body looked. So pleasure can be a really powerful part of the process if you want it to be. And I finally, in terms of the functions of your body, I want to talk about emotions and emotional appreciation because our emotions are a vital part of the experience that we have in our bodies. We would not be humans if we weren't experiencing emotions. And I think it's very common to understand that our emotions come from our mind. But in fact, it is, it is from our body that our emotions arise. When we feel... Um, For example, when we feel angry or, you know, next time you feel angry, I invite you to tune into how that feels in your body. Does it feel like a bit of a hot flush across your skin? Does it feel like tension in your hands and your legs? Does it feel heavy? Do you feel your body starting to get energized? And, and almost ready to fight. How does anger feel in your body? And just explore that. And once you kind of tap into that, you can recognize that actually that is the signal that you are constantly getting that is telling you that you are angry. There is nothing in your mind that's just suddenly decided, oh, we're going to be angry now. It is all coming from these sensations in the body. But it can be so easy to get disconnected from this form of communication because for so much of our lives, starting from when we are young children, we get told to ignore sensations in our body. And a great example of this is, you know, 
when you're young and you get nervous and you've got these butterflies in your stomach and you might have said to your mom like, oh, mom, I've got I've got butterflies in my stomach. And maybe your mom said to you, oh, honey, oh, you're just feeling nervous. And that starts to create this discrepancy between naming our emotions and viewing them in a very sort of objective way and actually feeling our emotions in our body, getting to know our emotions and how they present themselves. And of course, as we get older, we learn that it's better to prioritize being calm and focused and professional rather than listening to our bodies and expressing our emotions, laughing loudly, crying in public, all of these things that we get taught are just not acceptable. And that's where we become disconnected from our emotions over time. But in fact, our emotions have so much to provide to us. They have so much to communicate to us. And there's so much more that I could say about this. And what I'm actually going to do is I am going to leave it there because emotional appreciation is something that I go into in depth within my recent offer, Befriend Your Body. So Befriend Your Body is a 21-day online journey run by myself and by another incredible sexual empowerment coach called Alicia Fay. Now, Alicia and I have run this course together last year, and we just got such amazing feedback about the difference that it had on these people's lives. And so we are so excited to be providing this again. And it is all about creating a loving and deep relationship with your body. And so emotional appreciation is a key part of this course. We talk about how pleasure can really help you to build this relationship with your body. And we also talk about forgiving yourself. So acknowledging the thoughts that you have and the reasons why perhaps you critique your body in the way that you do and forgiving yourself for that. Those are the three key things that we have noted and built as the the cornerstones of this course to help you to build an incredible, incredible nourishing relationship with your body. So the tickets for Befriend Your Body are available now. We start on the 6th of April, so that is coming up so soon, and I would absolutely love to have you in there. So if you have listened to this episode, you've loved hearing about this, and you want to take this deeper, you really want this knowledge to land into your reality, this is the course for you. I would love to have you in there. There is so much support provided to you over these 21 days, so much information given to you, so many resources, so many practices. It is just jam-packed with value. So definitely check out the link that'll be in the description of this podcast and let's go on this journey together. Mm. All right, that is me for today and this is me for about a month. I haven't put a time period on it 
but I'm going to pop this podcast on the back burner for a little bit um, and then come back to it soon with fresh ideas, fresh inspiration, and I'm so excited for that. So we will talk soon. It won't be too far away. Thank you so much for listening to the Uncensored Wellness Podcast. I'm so honored to have you here as a listener, and I'm celebrating your dedication to reclaiming your right to pleasure through engaging with this work. I would really appreciate you leaving this podcast a review and sharing your favorite episode with those in your life who you think would benefit from this. If you want to learn more, you can find me through my website, www.uncensoredwellness.com or through Instagram at uncensoredwellness with an extra S at the end. Feel free to reach out through either of these platforms and let me know your thoughts on this episode and whether you want me to cover any specific topics in the future. I can't wait to see you next time. Have a beautiful day.